The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast and I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, we'll share the news, knowledge, and strategies you need to navigate the ever-changing world of SEO. Ready to expedite your company's organic growth efforts? Sit back, relax, and get ready for your daily dose of search engine optimization wisdom. Here's today's host of the Voices of Search podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. My name is Benjamin Shapiro, and I'm the executive producer of this podcast. And today, we've got a special technical SEO episode for you, which is going to be hosted by Jeff Atkinson, who's the founder and CEO of Huckabye. Huckabye is a technical SEO platform that automates the process of improving search results to drive more organic traffic and make your website faster. Jeff is a brilliant SEO, and I'm thrilled to invite him to take the mic and share his technical knowledge with you. All right, here is a technical SEO episode of the Voices of Search podcast, guest hosted by Jeff Atkinson, the CEO and founder of Huckabye. Hello, SEOs. My name is Jeff Atkinson, CEO of Huckabye. And this week, we're going to discuss strategies for finding the optimal advertising channel for your business. Joining me today is Brenton Thomas, who is the founder of Twibby a digital marketing agency that specializes helping clients use SEO, PPC, and social media to drive brand awareness and engagement and revenue. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Today, Brenton and I are going to discuss Google Ads versus Facebook Ads, which channel is right for your business. Okay, here's my conversation with Brenton Thomas, founder at Twibby. Brenton, welcome back to the podcast, my man. Hey, thanks for having me again. How's life in Portland these days? 
it's sunny, so it's always a pleasure to have some nice weather. We don't get that year round, so you have to enjoy it while it's around. <laughs> good, good. Well, today we're going to talk a little bit about Google paid ads versus Facebook paid ads. What's right for your business? This is a topic that you're definitely more of an expert on than I am. I'm quite familiar with Google ads, but I haven't done a lot of Facebook ads. Where would you like to begin on sort of how to approach testing and which platform would be better for some business types? Yeah, I think it's best to start with what is the business just in general? Like, what are the goals of the business? So I, I would definitely say if you are trying to drive leads, I've definitely tried to drive leads through Facebook and Google, both platforms. But without a doubt, Google is just hands down better at driving leads. If you want to drive revenue for a product that you're selling, then I would definitely go into Facebook. I've tested both out. It's not to say that Google can't drive revenue for products, but I think the creative element that's included on a Facebook ad really shows what the product is. And that, that tends to work really well. And I've seen amazing return on ad spend from that. So you're saying like for you know an agency like yours or a software company like mine, Google's going to be the better platform for attracting potential customers and leads because they're searching for sort of business-related specific things. Whereas, and I could see that, like I wouldn't think someone would go from browsing Facebook to buying Huckleby software, but I can't see them transacting from Google. Is it just a more business-like atmosphere or what do you see as like the ability to target by keyword? What's the attraction there? Now, I can't speak for everyone, but at least when I'm on, rarely on Facebook, but mostly on Instagram, that's where I spend more of my time. I'm definitely not in a, a work mindset. I'm looking at some funny videos, yeah, some videos that are talking about society and how it's changing over time. So I'm, I'm learning, but it's definitely not related to anything my business is doing. It's hard to get someone who's in this mindset of like, I'm here for enjoyment to then see your ad and say, oh, you've, you've actually changed my whole mindset. And I now want to go into your website and look at pricing. That's just very unlikely. And do you consider Instagram as part of your Facebook advertising campaigns? Yeah, I, I let both run, both like placements or platforms. And so for e-commerce in particular, it sounds like very effective ad spend on Facebook and Instagram. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, really, really broad audiences. So inside of Facebook ads, it's the audience manager, it's Facebook, Instagram, and it'll show them like a couple other places as well, like the marketplace potentially. And I allow all of it to show and I just want the campaign to optimize towards my goal of revenue. And I don't care where the revenue comes from across the Facebook properties. I let that kind of like move through all the platforms as needed, the algorithm. Gotcha. And I know when you set up like Google ads, right? You're obviously doing keywords, broad match, exact match, building campaigns out. Can you walk us through for someone that hasn't done Facebook ads? What do you need to set up in order to get ads running and start seeing results? Yeah, so for Facebook, it's easier to launch some Facebook ads versus Google. So definitely your goal at this point is I would say is selling a product. That's that's probably the best outcome if you're going to go down the route of Facebook. And so usually I'll, I'll start with just kind of building out the overview of the account. I definitely try to work all parts of the funnel. So um, top of funnel, I'll try to optimize towards sessions. I, I just want to get a lot of people to the website, get a lot of cookies on the computers. It's okay if they leave. 
my middle funnel campaign focused around just different conversion points, but it's not your bottom of funnel, which is purchases. It might be uh, getting people into the, the email list, uh, subscriber mailing list. Maybe it's getting people into a webinar. Maybe it's getting them into some other form of content. So I'll try to work that angle. Or maybe even just viewing the pricing page, but you don't have to convert. But we'll test out different things at middle of funnel. And then finally, then your bottom of funnel, definitely optimizing for those purchases. From there, writing the ad copy. I've been doing a lot of testing over the last seven years of like how to get the most out of Facebook. And definitely really broad audiences. So just targeting the entire United States. But make sure you can really lean on your conversion tracking. And that that has to be accurate because that's what's going to drive your purchases. Gotcha. So it's more like the whole customer life cycle you could be targeting at different stages. Yeah. And sometimes I'll turn off like an entire part of the funnel. So like sometimes if top of funnel is working really well, I've seen it where top of funnels actually has like a higher ROAS or return on ad spend than middle of funnel. And if that continues, I'll I'll just turn off middle of funnel because that's okay because top of funnel is pulling someone all the way through and driving conversions. Are most of these clients of yours that you're using Facebook for, are most of them e-commerce or are they different industries as well? Yeah, mostly e-commerce, yeah. And do you start, like I would imagine, and again, this is my ignorance around Facebook, but when you start, are you selecting like, who you want to target in terms of demographics, or is it just like you just want everybody to see it and then dial it in from who ends up responding? I used to select demographics and interests and have all this layering of income and and all of it. As time has gone on, I've realized that I actually don't select all the targeting. So I leave it super broad, 18 plus years old, male and female. I don't choose any interests. That actually works a lot better, which is surprising. And what's their algorithm doing to maximize like where your ads are being shown? Like how do they figure out where to place the ads? Yeah, so basically leverages past data to then inform the present to then get the outcome you want in the future. So if you can get a certain number of conversions, I think it's like 50 in a single week, that's enough of a data set for Facebook to say, I I understand what you're looking for today and now I can start to show ads in the future to people who will take the same desired action as people of the past. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. 
For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. Yeah, I'm not on Facebook all that much. I'm on Instagram a lot more. I don't think I've ever purchased something. I've definitely like looked at some cool suggestion, but I don't know if I've purchased. But you're saying that most Americans are willing to make that jump from social media to a conversion. Is that what you found? This is kind of odd, but, and this is like just overall, it's not specific to any one client that I've worked with, but it seems like more of the conversions comes out of Facebook than Instagram. And so when I'm, when I'm in Instagram, I, I agree. I, I don't really purchase the same with Facebook. I don't really make purchases. I actually, I think I made my first purchase on Instagram. It was for, uh, I don't know if you've seen these, but they're like a shower mat and it's like made out of stone and it just like absorbs all the water instantly. Oh, that's cool. Have you seen them? Uh-uh. Yeah. You don't have to clean it. It's just, it's amazing. And that was my first purchase. <laughs> but I definitely think most of the purchases happen inside of Facebook. Gotcha. And in terms of like scale, like Google, you can, you know, billions and billions of searches happening every day. The scale there is massive. What I've found with paid searches, you get to a certain ROAS and it's growing and it's doing well. But then there's sort of like, you can sort of hit a ceiling where no longer economically makes sense to keep spending more money. First question is, but it is usually quite a large scale that you get to and grow quite a bit. Does Facebook have the scale? Can you scale like that channel to be equal or larger than Google? And is there just like the volume there to really scale a business? I would say Google, in my opinion, definitely has more scale than Facebook. I definitely think so. But I, I would say also at the same time for most like small to medium-sized businesses, like on the upper end for a large medium-sized business, you'll start to feel that diminishing return for Facebook. But you can definitely spend like a, a really large amount. But the more you want to scale, the larger your audience has to be just to have people who are eligible to even see the ad. And so that's where like really broad audiences are going to work. Like the United States, the, the whole United States, like I've been saying, just target the whole thing. And then if you want additional scale, then you have to reach into other countries and you can find your scale over there, but not every business has that as an option. Right. The diminishing returns thing seems to happen on, on both platforms then. Like you get to a certain size and you got to start thinking about SEO. <laughs> yeah. Like long before you get to a point where it's like, oh, we don't get any purchases. It's like, I'll talk to a client. It's like our goal is for like lead generation. We want a $150 cost per lead. And so like, it's very sharp. Like we'll understand like, okay, right at this point, it really starts to fall off. And then at that point, I'll try to explore other campaign types. So like maybe some YouTube or marketing, if your primary KPI is polls, maybe some display or marketing. That's kind of tough. It's a little iffy. It's not the best for that. But that's only if we really hit our max scale with search ads. Got it. Would you say most of your clients are more focused on the paid side, Facebook and Google? than they are on SEO. I know it's an easier channel, easier to get going. How would you say their attention span <laughs> works between organic and paid? Yeah, yes. Organic is, is tough. I like, even for myself, like we're running, we're using AI to generate all this new like blog post content and it is ranking and it's working really well, but it takes so much patience. It's, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. And it especially... 
everyone's goal is like revenue, right? You want to do activities that affect your bottom line. And it, it just takes so long with SEO that most of my clients, they want immediate impact. So we're doing paid ads to give them that impact. Cool. So most of them are focused on the paid stuff, especially at first. Yeah. Cool. Any other parting thoughts on sort of Google versus Facebook ad discovery? <laughs> it sounds like we've got a pretty good idea of if you're interested in leads, if you're a leads-based business, Google's probably the way to go. But there's a lot of opportunity in Facebook, especially like B2C brands trying to e-commerce, that sort of thing. Big audience seems to work well. Yeah. Whether you're looking for like purchases versus a service, right? So like purchases versus leads, either route, Facebook versus Google for each of the channels that goes with each of those outcomes or desired goals. SEO will definitely support either outcome. So whether you have a product or a service, definitely try to do some SEO as well if you have the bandwidth and time to do it. Okay, that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thank you, Brenton Thomas founder of Twibby for joining us. In part two of this interview, which we'll publish tomorrow, Brenton and I are going to discuss a technical breakdown on how to generate the greatest return on ad spend from Google Ads. If you can't wait until our next episode and would like to learn more about Brenton, you'll find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes, or you can visit his company website at Twibby Agency, that's T-W-I-B-I agency.com. All right. Thanks to Jeff Atkinson, our technical SEO guest host. If you'd like to get in touch with Jeff, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is Jeff Atkinson. That's G-E-O-F-F-A-T-K-I-N-S-O-N. Or you could visit his company's website, which is huckabuy.com. H-U-C-K-A-B-U-Y.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. But that's not the case anymore, thanks to Ahrefs. Because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to VoicesOfSearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Schapp, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed in the next business day. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. Music.